These recent days of Christmas and New Year's were days of remembering in our family. I'm sure some of you know how this is. Um, My mother recently died. And so as we gathered, her absence was especially present. Do you know of what I speak? Some of you still in gathering during these days feel the haunting absence of certain persons that have been so precious in your life. When we gathered, we remembered my mother on certain points of that remembering. We laughed at things that she laughed at and appreciated those things that she would have appreciated We remembered her favorite recipes, and we remembered our favorite recipes that she cooked. It was a very precious time as we remembered. In fact, there was something that was even, I might say, healing in the memory of my mother. Now, some in our family were not privy to those memories They did not know my mother like I knew my mother. They did not have this groundwork upon which to base their feelings about her. But then the family has a way of grafting people in, does it not? And making the distance close. In fact, as we talked, they began to explore other parts of family. We had the occasion to go down for two nights away down to the little town of Broxton where Sue's parents live. And in Broxton, we shared this big rambling old country house that's right there across from the Methodist Church. And I looked forward to spending some time on the porch I walked out of the house onto the porch one afternoon to find that my son-in-law was sitting there with my father, whom we had enticed to go to Broxton with us. And he was sitting there with my father and Sue's father, and he had his iPhone out, and he was recording the conversation with them. He had asked them, Tell me about your call into ministry, which would have been a very important thing for him. He is a United Methodist minister himself up in Tennessee. And he was asking this question and sat there and spoke with them for about 45 minutes as they remembered their calling into ministry. He was being grafted in. Grafted in to these memories. Memory is so important. It is the brain's filing system for information and skills. But there is something else that we need to remember about memory. And that is that so much of it lays dormant in our lives. And that it is our work... It is our work to utilize its value. Now, this is not just referring to brain functionality. 
Luminosity is one of those words in businesses that has probably made millions upon millions in our society as people try to train their brains to be more keen so that we can remember. That's all good, but that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about unearthing those things that are already there. Rediscovering. Rediscovering those things that mark who we are. Remembering. Taking back upon ourselves those things that have long been separated. This is really the process of the psychoanalytic method. Just the very terminology scares some people. They wouldn't go near anyone who would practice psychoanalysis. And yet, I want to ask you a question. What are you afraid of? The psychoanalyst is not trying to tell you what to think or how to think. The one role that a skilled psychoanalyst is trying to get to with you is to help you remember. It's all based on memory. And yet our memories scare us. This is the real work. What are you willing to remember? And how much of it will inform the nature of how we live? Our ancient patriarchs, Abraham, Moses, Joshua, Isaac, Jacob, and the list goes on and on literally made their remembering into work in the building of altars. You remember as Joshua sent representatives out into that that little bit of a river called the Jordan that he had crossed and they brought stones out and they built up the altar there beside. It was all about remembering so that when they came back to that spot, they would remember. Do you remember the story about Abraham in his calling that he built up an altar to God? And then he named it. He said, he said, this is Bethel. This is the house of God. This is the very house. of He had not built a house. He had not built any kind of sanctuary. He had not built a synagogue even. It was just a place of remembering. A place where God was particularly present. Which brings me back around to thinking about family. Because another thing that I was very aware of in those two days that we were in Broxton was Sue's mother, who is this saintly woman. If any of you have known her, she is this saintly woman that walks this earth and who is always, who is constantly in prayer. But she has a special place in her house for prayer. Even though she is constantly in prayer, she has a special place that she goes to in the mornings and in the evenings before her retiring. She will go there and she will sit in a particular chair at a particular table with her Bibles and her devotional material around her and a candle which she lights. Now, she lights that candle not because she likes candles, even though she does like candles. In fact, she puts candles on the table whenever we get together to eat. She wants to have a candle there, but she lights the candle before we eat, and she will say, now, today we are lighting the candle in memory of, it will be, a family member that's not able to be with us or someone who has passed. It is of her choosing. She tells us who to remember. She tells us who to remember. 
But you know when she sits down to pray and she lights the candle. You know what she's doing there, don't you? She lights the candle, what, in memory of Christ and inviting Christ's light into her life. It is the work of remembering. It is the work of remembering who Christ is. Paul's concern when he wrote to the early church that the institutional memory was already being lost. At this early stage of the game, there were those that believed that just getting together for a meal was sufficient. And so those who had a lot of food were able to eat a lot of food. Those that had little food were not eating much. And Paul was saying, this is not the way it's supposed to be at all. You're not even remembering exactly who Christ was. And because that is not the case, then the church is broken in the midst of it. The memory of who Jesus is is crucial. Jesus said it himself. He said, do this. Do this in remembrance of me. There are three crucial matters as we move into this new year that I want to put before you. First, I want to share that we need to be busy about the task, the work of remembering who we are as a local congregation. Now, some of you have been more recently grafted in or may be in the process of being grafted in in what it means to be a member of Pittman Park United Methodist Church. In fact, I am fully okay with wherever you have come to join this congregation. If you were a charter member, I am excited about that. But I am no more excited about that than I am our newest members at Pittman Park. I'm excited about the gamut of everyone who calls themselves a part of this great congregation. But our work is to remember we are Pittman Park. That almost sounds like a cheer, doesn't it? I need your help in remembering. I want you to send me your memories however recent, however distant they might be. Send me your memories, those things that are becoming real for you about Pittman Park or that you experienced 40, 50 years ago or even just a few days ago. Send me an email. Send me a sentence or two, a paragraph, a page, whatever it is that's on your mind. Let me know because guess what? I'm being grafted in here too. And all of this teaches us who we are. Number two, we need to be about remembering our history as Methodists. Because we are to be a people who are holy in heart, in heart and in life, in the things that we do. We need to hold each other accountable to this as we move into the new year. And in fact, that's part of what this service is all about. Which brings me around to point number three. And that is remembering who we are in Christ. And as we move through this service today and as we come to this table, all of this truly is about getting our lives in 
right connection with Jesus. Are you remembering today? Are you remembering? Are you doing the work required when Jesus says, Do this in remembrance of me.